Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the But Daddy Why podcast, where we understand the rapid-fire questioning that parents battle all day, every day. Why? We take the hard questions and do the research for you so that you have the ammo to reply when the kids reach the ultimate pinnacle of But Daddy Why. My name is Pat Jacobs. And I'm Eric Banyan. Sit back and enjoy the show. On this week's episode, we're going to answer the questions... But Daddy, why is the number 13 unlucky? And but Daddy, why do they call it long division? So last week we'd mentioned the number 13 and we decided we wanted to look at why, why 13 is an unlucky number. Mm-hmm. We, it, it is, it, no, one, no one wants to be on the 13th row, 13th floor, uh, if you're 13th in line, whatever, we, we don't dig it. So, right. So the question question was, is thirteen an unlucky number? Right, right. So uh, so yeah, I I really went down the rabbit hole on this one, especially when I when I sent you the message and said that I was uh, about to hit the research on it, and you said it was a good one. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, this is gonna be good. And boy oh boy, is it really? First of all, I think we should we should define a little bit, and uh, and explain that the fear of the number thirteen does have a specifically recognized phobia, and that is called Triskaidekaphobia. I actually watched uh, a little YouTube to uh, learn exactly how to say it correctly. So Triskaidekaphobia. I'm, I'm scared of that name. Yeah, Triskaidekaphobia. No, 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 wait, hold on. It gets better. So, so here we go. Researchers estimate that at least 10% of the U.S. population has a fear of the number 13, which is Triskaidekaphobia. And each year, the even more specific fear of Friday the 13th, so not just the number 13, but Friday the 13th, that fear, phobia, is known as Periscovita decatriophobia. Periscovita yeah, yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, the, the fear of Friday the 13th, researchers believe leads to the loss of like $800 million annually because people will avoid getting married on Friday the 13th. They won't travel on Friday the 13th. In extreme cases, they won't go to work on Friday the 13th. So they estimate that however many Friday the 13th there are, which is I think coming up in November is a Friday the 13th, there's a loss of $800 million, period. It's crazy, dude. So the, you know, the big question is, you know, being able to explain, but daddy, why is the number 13 considered, you know, not lucky number of theories. And maybe we just kind of go back and forth here. I don't know. So one of the first ones was the last supper 
Jesus Christ's Last Supper, there were 13 people around the table, 12 apostles and, and Jesus Christ. And the, the way that it's told is that Judas was the 13th to join the table and ultimately was the one who betrayed Jesus Christ. 13. That's a great myth, but we can go back earlier than that. Mm-hmm. In Norse mythology. Your favorite? In Norse mythology, thir- Loki was the 13th guest and it upset the balance. Right. And so it felt like an, a, a scary number there, which is interesting because kind of the same thing happens in Greek mythology. They have 12, 12 seats at the table. Mm-hmm. And Zeus doesn't know what to do, and I, I, I can't remember which, which I think I want to say it was Hephaestus, and I could be wrong. But there's about to be a big fight at the table, and Hestia gives up her seat at the table. There had been 13 in the Council of Gods. Uh, there would have been war. Hmm. So both mythologies, in Greek and uh, Norse mythology, don't seem to like the number 13 either. There you go. All right, so here's here's another one. The Knights of Templar. So on Friday the 13th, October 1307, King Philip IV ordered the arrest of the Knights of, of Templar. Templar, Templar, does it not really matter? Templar, that's what I thought. But Templar. Um, yeah, so Templar. And most of the Knights were, were tortured and killed. Another one is that there's an early myth, and this is pretty much disproven. Uh, completely, but there was uh, the Code of Hammurabi, which supposedly omitted the 13th law from its list of legal rules. Turns out it was a clerical error, and they really didn't code them numerically anyway, but right. someone had seen them coded numerically and then said, okay, all right, well, it was the 13th one, and then saw it somewhere else, and hey, what's going on here? Right, right, right. I like this one. I played an executioner in college once. Traditionally, there used to be 13 steps leading up to the gallows poles. And, and, oh, oh, when you tie a noose, you're supposed to tie it with 13 loops around the. There you go. I, I saw that, but they, it seemed like they kind of said, eh, it wasn't necessarily like a specific thing, but it was there. So uh, well, maybe it was just kind of like executioner preference. And at least when I was, when I, you know, of all the great knots I learned in Boy Scout. Yeah, oh, you did, you did 13. <laughs> yeah, I, I, right. I, they went to great length to make sure that we knew it was 13 because, right. you know, obviously getting, getting hung was not a... <laughs> want to make sure it's strong, I guess. <laughs> executioners, executioners took their jobs extremely seriously for another podcast. For another podcast. For another podcast. Well, since we're talking about numbers, mathematically, 12 works so much better in a lot of scenarios. Ancient Sumerians had a number system completely uh, based on the number 12, and 12 is still used kind of in measuring, like, you know, we had 12 inches in a foot. Right. Um, calendars have 12 months, and that's probably, if we really get into it, why there are consistently 12, 12 gods in, in many polytheistic mm-hmm. mythologies. Uh, so, and we have 12 hours in each half of the day. Right. So everywhere we look, we've got, these, we've got this build around 12. Right, right. So one more, and, or, 13, or 13 is one more, and it just kind of messes everything up. Right, right. Okay, I got, a, I got one quick. 
Apollo 13 is the only unsuccessful moon mission. But a very thirteen, a very successful movie. Very true, very true. I think about that end of it. Interesting. All right, what else? Bad bad news. This thirteen is. Yep, yep. There's an old superstition. Superstition. Sorry, I've been drinking after the uh, the Cubs game during. (laughs) Okay. During, after, before, <laughs> right, <laughs> leading up to yesterday, whatever. Um, all right, so there's an old superstition that says that if you have 13 letters in your name, you're bound to have devil's luck, okay? Um, which is, is out there, right? A couple examples. Charles Manson, Jack the Ripper, you're counting, don't worry. Trust me. You got to well, trust no, me. I counted. Well, I'm sure it's there, but I'm like, well, well, Jack the Ripper wasn't his name. But that's oh, what they called that. him. They didn't uh, know his name, so he was Jack the Ripper. And that's 13. All right? I'm going to give you three extra letters and some name. <laughs> okay. You, you mentioned the, the buildings, high-rise buildings, um, and I found something that said that more than 80% of high-rise buildings in the United States do not have a 13th floor. Um and I had something, but it disappeared on me that, that talked about uh, the buildings in Chicago. Um, and there were, um, you know, there's very, very few, but there's a couple that, that do have a 13th floor, uh, one of which was the, the Palmer House. Um, and, you know, it's one of the oldest uh, buildings in, in the city, and they didn't care, and, and they put a 13th floor on. So I'm curious if they get a lot of... Uh, Requests not to be on the thirteenth floor, or people just don't care, really. I, you know, I it, it's interesting. I, I I did notice, and I want I have to go back and take a look at the building I work in, but I'm pretty sure that they made the maintenance floor the thirteenth floor of that building. If you look at buildings, and I'm and and I would be surprised. I, I would, I'm, I'm I'm venturing a guess that I don't necessarily know all the answers to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they've turned a lot of 13 floors into that maintenance floor where they do the air conditioning and, and all the other stuff, all the HVAC nonsense. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Personally, I don't know about you. I really don't mind the number 13. I'm perfectly fine with it for one main reason. I'm ready. Baker's dozen. Baker's dozen. Yeah, man. Baker's dozen. I mean, come on. Anytime you hear Baker's dozen, you're like, whoa, yeah, let's do that. No one's ever said, oh, man, I've got another bagel to eat. Yeah, I don't need that that 13th one. And, I mean, what it makes you wonder, do people go in that have triskaidekaphobia? Wow. Do they go in and, you know, when they're getting, you know, their bagels or whatever, and they say, you know, I'll have a dozen bagels, you know, uh, you get you get one more, it's, it's a baker's dozen. Do they go, no, and freak out or what? What happens? Well, maybe that's why they call it a baker's dozen, so that people don't freak out. Oh, there you go. And putting a little nice spin on it, you know. Baker's just kind of throwing one in there for you. It's, you know, like the other white Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dozen. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not 13. It's a baker's dozen. It's the other dozen where you're a little more full. When you're there done. you go. There you go. So, uh, so there's a whole bunch of reasons right there exactly why um, 13's an unlucky number, so... And Bottom. everyone who's good, mm-hmm. and everyone doesn't mean a damn thing. Nope, nope, not at all. 
As your kids tempt you with a why daddy question, go ahead and ask us on Twitter. We are at ButDaddyWhy. Now, let's get back to the show. On to, on to topic two of the numbers. Yeah, so everybody everybody grab your, your number two pencil for this one. You might need it. You might need it. There's going to be a test afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so long division, because that, and that's, I've not, I honestly did not know why we called it long division. I just want to, because it takes a long time to learn how to do it. It mm-hmm. takes a long time for me to write it all out. You know, what was the... Why do you, why do you call it long long division? And I'm sure at some point I'm going to get that question from my kids because we're we're at that place where we're, we're t- you know we homeschool, mm-hmm. so we're at that place in, ma- in in math now where we're starting to do some you know bigger multiplication and bigger division and it's not it's not not easy and, and this is how we do it. So long division. So the question here is, but Daddy, why? Is it called long division? All right. So, what did what did you come? I I I learned I learned some interesting stuff about this. Okay. Because <laughs> after yeah. after the number thirteen, oh wow! <laughs> I might have to stab myself in the eye with a number two pencil. Um, we're going so, down. Uh, I'm going down a rabbit hole with this one. Yeah, I uh, I kind of looked at the rabbit hole and went. I think I'm going to drink a beer. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm always big on, I kind of like to look up, you know, the definition or like the first thing that Wikipedia has to say about something, you know, something like that. So um, the definition basically is, um, is that it's division usually by a number of two or more digits in which each step of the process is written down. And that origin of, of the name, I suppose, uh, is supposed to be from about 1820 to 1830. But I did find out that it goes way, way back, much further than, than that, much, much, much further, um, including dates in like BC and, and stuff like that. So, um, so basically, it's, it's the way that you're, you're breaking down a division problem into a series of easier steps that is simple enough to perform by hand. Right. Therefore, long division, writing it out. Right. Well, and I think I think what's what's important to learn about um, math, and and this is going to sound really dumb and nerdy, but hey, this is, this is about answering questions. So yeah. Hey, if they want to know, but daddy, why they're going to get nerdy answers sometimes. So. And this and this is this this is the bill of nerdy, like like yes. like whoa. <laughs> yes. All right. So. Any way that we do math is called an algorithm, right? Mm-hmm. So, and there's there's a lot of people out there that are that you hear the word uh, words Common Core, and you will get parents just on two different sides ready to go up, kill each other, the Earth is going to end, whatever. But when there's new ways to do math now. It's all about figuring out how to do the algorithm that we that we learn standards, right? So, right. So when we talk about long division, it's an algorithm. 
you you write the numbers out, and, and that algorithm uh, that algorithm is is where where we look at each number and break it down into whatever we're trying to divide it by, mm -hmm. right? And it's it's simple numbers, and it and it works, but we're not always really good to explain why. And when when I grew up, or when we grew up, and we and and we were going to school, we just it wasn't really comfortable to ask why. Like they just, this is how you do it. Show me your work. Put your paper into the different squares. Put all your work in the squares. We're gonna take a look at it. And oh yeah, the squares. Yeah. Fold it. Your teacher would tell you how many squares to fold it into, and each problem was in the square. And mm -hmm. inevitably, I could not keep it in that square, and so I had my work going into the next square. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So, but that we're doing this algorithm, and that, and that's what that's what we have to remember now. How do we come up? With, how do we have you come up with an algorithm? You have a proof, you have a theory, or a uh, or, or or a uh, a mathematical proof that justifies so that you've tested it, you see that it works, and then forever, forever more you can just do the algorithm because you know that it works. Mm -hmm. Right. So the long division algorithm was discovered was proven by Euclid clear back in like 300 BC. Right. Right. And it's part of something called Euclid's Lemma. That's L-E-M-M-A. Right? Okay. And the way that worked, was, and, and I'm going to do it with a really simple simple math problem. This is long division. We should get it right. <laughs> extremely important stuff, kids. Extremely, extremely important stuff. Everyone's going to poke their eyes out when they listen to this one. All right. So, we're going to do 13 divided by 4. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, what Euclid's lemma was was that you can think of it in terms of thirteen like small beads or, or circles, right? Right. And they're in one big group. And he would part. He, what he was thinking is you partition these into other similar sized groups. So he. Put, he Separates the, separates the 13 beans into three groups of four, um, leaving one bean outside of the group. Right? And that created the, relation, the relationship. Mm -hmm. So we had to come up with, with a number for what they were. So you had, you had the dividend, mm -hmm. and it, you call it this, but this is what we call it now. Now that he's figured out, you had the, you had the big number, the 13, be, 13 beans in one, uh, in one group, um, and some some number that you wanted to divide them at. So you wanted how many groups of four? Um, and he did it. So he said that's where we got the quotient from, and there was one left over, and that's where we got the remainder. And that's the, because we've been able to prove that long division just can, just was able to be based on that one type of proof. Something we discovered two thousand years, two thousand plus years ago. I just keep I just keep thinking of uh, Chevy Chase, you know. I was told there would be no math in today's. <laughs> oh man, we we just got taught an algorithm and never got taught explained the proof or asked why. I'm I'm sure mm -hmm. there's 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 mathematicians that could have just explained that a heck of a lot better than I just did. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, they better. They're getting paid for it. Jesus. For me, the the answer of, but daddy, why, is 
pretty much because it takes a long time to do it. And it's, it's a long form of writing it out and that's it. So stop looking into this because that's why they called it long division. Let's move on to the number 13 because it's a lot more interesting. The best thing to come out of this, I, you know, for me is uh, when my kids ask this question, I'm just going to say, Hey, it's long, it's hard, figure a better way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Come You know what, kid? You want to be uh, you want to be famous? Come up with short division. Is that already a thing? I'm not sure. I think it's already a thing, but oh man, maybe, maybe there could be shorter division. There you go, and then somebody else will come out with shortest division. Right, micro division. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. So, the real answer. Oh, mini division. <laughs> mini. There you go. Micro mini division. Wasn't that like was one of the micro machines? Was that what it was? Micro? That's what I was thinking. The guy that would talk really fast all the time. Yeah, that guy. Yes. So yeah. You know, bottom line is it's long. Long division is just simply that it's a long form of proving that 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 you've done it the right way. Yeah, there you go. That's a that's a good answer. All right, I'll use that answer. I like that answer. And there you go. We've, we've hammered out another one. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's it for this week's episode of But Daddy Why. You got a question you'd like an answer? Feel free to hit us up. You can hit us up on email at why at diarydad.com or drop those questions off of Twitter. We are at But Daddy Why over there. We'll look forward to getting them and answering them right here. Maybe even next week on But Daddy Why.